Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We're in a situation where the only team that has an opening and the only one of the eight that had a vacancy during this hiring cycle that interviewed Bill Belichick was the Atlanta Falcons. And they interviewed him for a second time last Friday in person. And since then, the Falcons have paraded through a series of candidates for second interviews and other interviews and scheduled more and more talks with other candidates. That doesn't sound like a team that's ready to make a move on Bill Belichick. Adam Schefter. I'm thinking just right at this moment that I might have crossed up Joe Ostrowski. You don't have him yet, right? I asked him if he could stretch. Oh, he no. might think that you, you, he, I wanted to push him back. You asked him to come on at 5-3 to three, or 5-4 to four instead yeah. of <laughs> stay on until 5-4. to four. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, that'll happen. Uh, Adam Schefter there talking about Bill Belichick's Job prospects. Uh, Atlanta's the only. You just heard him. Atlanta's the only team that's talked to him, and they're interviewing everybody. So I wonder what is going to happen there. I wonder what is going to happen there. Well, Mina Kimes was saying how that uh, maybe he takes a year off. They had a good discussion about that with Levitard. Like, yeah. well, does he want to though? I mean, maybe he doesn't want to, but it's seventy. Really just not 70, getting the job. Seventy-two. I'd be worried about. Taking a year off. Oh, every Could, make every moment count. <laughs> it just sort of feels a little bit too much like this is the end. On on the line, the host of BetQL Daily Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Joe Ostrowski. Whew, I'm relieved. I thought maybe I I just said to you, <laughs> Joe, I thought maybe I screwed things up by that earlier request, but uh thankfully no. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And be sure to check out the BetQL Daily Podcast. For more of Joe's analysis, I've been doing that this week. Just search BetQL wherever you find your podcast. Or maybe you did screw him up, but he was listening like he sometimes does before he comes on and heard you say, I think I screwed him up, and then he quickly dialed in. I don't uh, know. What, what's the A little story, bit of Joe? column A, a little bit of column <laughs> B. Uh, when I first read the message, I, I thought the request was going on a little bit later at around 53, and having a, an idea of what the clock is in this business, I was like, Oh, I got the 53 segment? Right. Like, yeah, two minutes even, and get out of here. That's just a read, basically. <laughs> right. The read yeah. is that long. Yeah, that's like, yeah, it's enough time to say hello to you. Yeah. Sorry, Joe, yeah. I, I tend to overtalk. I didn't really no. need to send you the message. Maybe. <laughs> just want, trying to be so, thorough. All good. good. Um, one thing I know you've been sort of focused on, even going back to last week, I think, is sort of how to bet the rest of the NFL playoffs where you have, I guess this doesn't apply to us, does it? But the, the Super Bowl MVP option and how maybe you'd rather you may, maybe you find more value in betting players than teams? Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of that. It depends on the team, though, right? I, I think 
if you look at the different scenarios, the Final Four, okay, if the Ravens win the Super Bowl, is there a path to the Ravens winning the Super Bowl and it not being Lamar Jackson as the MVP? I have a tough time getting there, right? And the other AFC team, Mahomes. Okay, maybe there's a path for a crazy Kelsey game, but a crazy Kelsey game would probably include a few touchdown passes, which all would come yep. from Patrick Mahomes. So, so that's difficult as well. Now, if you're looking at the NFC side, however, like if you think one of those teams is going to break through, they're going to win the Super Bowl, I, I think you can come up with an argument where you would go further down the board where voters are really looking for any reason not to give it to Purdy, and some still don't want to give Jared Goff. Uh, maybe he's just due. So it kind of depends on the team that you project winning the Super Bowl. A couple of years ago when the Chiefs and 49ers were in the Super Bowl, I felt like I landed on Bosa. As as an idea, yes. like the odds were really nice, and I thought yep. like I I can see that if they win the game, he probably has some sacks, and like there there you go, like that's it, like you stopped Mahomes, and so I don't know, I'll look at it, you know, and, and think about it, but that's that's a guy that that other than a quarterback that I could see doing it. So I bet Bosa last week at a hundred to one. All right, <laughs> took took a shot there. I'm like, okay, is it likely? No, but that's why you get the big number. What do we need for Von Miller? What do we need for Malcolm Smith? And it would probably be two and a half to three sacks. That's what history tells us with those defensive players. Um, last five years, we've seen receivers do it twice, and the, the common thread there has been volume guys. It was Edelman. It was Cup getting that award. So, okay, of the receivers still alive, which ones are the volume guys? which the offenses lean on heavily. San Francisco, you probably don't have that. It's a it's super long shot, biggest long shot of the weekend. But maybe you could make a case for Amon Ross St. Brown. Maybe. Um, that that would be the argument there. Yeah. And then, you know, I mentioned maybe Goff wouldn't get it. I, you know, we're talking pizza money. Uh, it, the number went down. But the other day, Aiden Hutchinson was 370 to 1. Right, and that's the same argument as Bosa, basically. Exactly. A defensive player on Baltimore that, I, that came to mind. Yes. I, you want Kyle Hamilton? Is who I was I just going to say of, that, like, because he he does so much for them, and you know, there's got to be some luck involved. But a couple of picks in a sack or something, or a couple mm-hmm. sacks in a pick, and he, he would have been the MVP of the game they played against San Francisco in the regular season. I think that's a Ravens 49ers game where it wouldn't have been. Yeah. Arguably, at least, it wouldn't yeah. have been Jackson, but. Offensively, I'm with Joe too, and maybe you are. Like yeah. Ravens wise, yeah. Who, who who would who who would it be actually? I just whoever great, gets in the end zone twice. Yeah, great question. I, Hamilton's probably the guy. Man, now I'm looking at it. There's a 400 to one out there, mm. so mm-hmm. <laughs> it might be <laughs> right. might be worse. Tucker has shorter odds. Like come on. <laughs> Wow. That's incredible. I'm also, by the way, looking at the Chiefs Niners Super Bowl you mentioned, and I don't know who would have gotten it for San Fran had they won the game. Like mm. that was it was nobody nobody jumps out. Right. Maybe maybe Bosa, I don't remember, but maybe he was maybe he was live before Kansas City's comeback uh that game. It's two thousand nineteen season. Joe, um, before it gets away from us, the yep. Bill the Bills season. I mean, I know you had some futures bets. We talked about that a lot. Lot to like about them, price wise. You go back to around Thanksgiving. Didn't get there. Yeah. Um, are you surprised? Like I'm at the same time. I'm not trying to sound boastful about this. I got a lot of stuff wrong this year, but as we discussed through the season, they were live to me too at six and six. But 
they were never either likely to me to get there. You know? Yeah. It, I looked at it from, okay, I, I obviously it's a loser in the end. But when they're 6-6, six and six, if you're telling me, okay, they're going to be the two seed. Oh, I'm making that bet every time. Right. I'm getting those numbers. I'm going to make that AFC bet. I'll make that Super Bowl bet every single time just because of the position that they would be put in. Now, the path, very challenging. We, we know all the issues. But something else you did not know at the time is, yeah, the injuries were bad throughout the season, and then they were going to get worse. That's, that, was, that was a big part of that game. Um, yeah, I'm sure you guys are sick of talking about it, but even if the kick goes through the uprights. Is stopping them, right? I mean that that that's the problem. Like we could pick apart little things in that game or in the season, and, but you could have a quick counterpoint to all of that. And, and it wasn't even the turnover game. I mean that's what everyone was harping on all season. Just play a clean game for the most part, and it wasn't one of those crazy, crazy Josh Allen games that people complain about. But uh, yeah, I. I it wasn't likely, but I would still make that bet every single time sure. if I'm getting the two-seat at those numbers. Yeah. I wonder moving forward. I mean, this is wildly speculative, but like, assuming the Chiefs and Bills are somewhat reasonable facsimiles of what they've been, like I wonder if we've seen the last time the Bills are favored against them for a while. You know, just like if they're having the same kind of year, they're going to play next year in the regular season here. I, I just I don't know. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't get him at least in the play. You couldn't get him at home. That was the big deal. We got him at home, and here we go. And he still couldn't find a way to make it happen. I know there's been regular season success, so I'm probably overstating this, but man, it just feels like they're an immovable object for the Bills. Maybe I was part of that, but it felt like after after six and six, and they took off with those wins, you just kind of ignored stuff that you shouldn't. Like there were a lot of close wins oh, that yeah. could have gone the other way that early in the season, oh, everything's going against the Bills or losing these one-score games, all this and that. When they it started going their way, it, it didn't feel like people were pointing that out as much. At least I wasn't, maybe looking towards the positive side. But, uh, but yeah, I, th- I think you're right, Matt. And we know the numbers. And the, the sample size, and we could talk about it as far as this weekend's game, of Mahomes being an underdog, is so small to begin with. Are, are you going to keep going to that well? Like, we're just at a point where people will, in, in most cases, you give me points. I still got the quarterback. He's healthy. I'm going to take those points every single time. That's that's where I was last week. Yeah. Honestly, just in terms objectively, ten one and one against the spread as an underdog now, Mahomes, and probably a pretty good record outright too because they don't lose it's very much. Eight and three straight up. Eight and three straight up. Well, yes, uh, your point about the Bills and their close wins was not lost on us. The expected points and yards per play hives were were strong, were, were loud and out there on just, is this team even better? Is this offense even better than it was before that coordinator change? And the injuries, of course, are part of it. But um, it's over. And I don't know, Joe, do you have sort of a, a sports radio take on like where they go from here? <laughs> Maybe you don't, but you probably do. You watch the games. This will be a transition year to some extent for Buffalo with salary cap challenges and age. Yeah, like like I'm sure many of your listeners, I needed a a day to step away Mm -hmm. because probably in the moment I was really mad at McDermott. Um, Digs, get out of here! Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. (laughs) I, 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 but I know I, I don't know it as deep as you guys do, but 
certainly with, with the salary cap and some of the contracts, like there's going to have to be a lot of changes um, uh, there as far as that goes. But like, yeah, I mean, not hot take, not so much. I hear some of it with Allen never going to be able to win it. Like, it's just so ridiculous. Like the dimes that he was throwing in certain spots in that game, like, come on, the ceiling is still there. And as long as he can, can stay healthy, it's always going to be there. Once again, same conversation. He just needs more help. Like it, it felt like he needed more this year than we've seen in, in these other years. Like he was getting more help in recent seasons and this spin around it, it didn't feel like he had much help. In. Yeah. Sometimes the hardest thing to do is to just keep going. You know, like the temptation to tear tear stuff up, make big drastic changes is there when you keep sort of hitting your head on the same ceiling, which the Bills have done now three years running in the divisional round, twice to the Chiefs, one to the Bengals in the middle of those 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 two against the Chiefs. But it you know, they they, they did do a lot of things right and and win a lot of football games. So it's it's hard, it's challenging. Well, what a game Sunday for the narrative stuff. With some of this, we've said a little bit on Mahomes. Everybody said it all about him. Imagine with this crop of quarterbacks existing in the AFC, starting with Allen and Lamar Jackson. If just like basically only Mahomes can get to Super Bowls, with the one exception of the Burrow year, which was a what an overtime win against Mahomes in the AFC Championship. At that, um, Jackson wins. Baltimore wins Sunday, though. Joe and from a Bills perspective, it's like all right. There, now it's his turn. He gets a crack at it with two MVPs in his pocket. Burrow's Ben, and Mahomes is Mahomes, who sort of owns them at this point, and it could look pretty lonely. How many AFC quarterbacks from this era are going to be in the Hall of Fame? Jeez. The, the list that have two MVPs is not a lot. Like, uh, Lamar gets a Super Bowl or gets a ring. Like, that's he, he's on that track, he, certainly. Th- th- there are only three players in in history with two or more MVPs that are not in the Hall of Fame, Rodgers, who's active, Mahomes, and Brady. Just they haven't had a chance to be voted in yet. So, yeah, I've been noticing that, thinking, thinking about that too. Yeah, certainly. Um, who, who do you like? Ravens. I do too. Yeah. You like him at four? I've seen some fours. I do. I think two things are key for them. Um, one is – they're not a. They're not usually a fast starting team. Baltimore can look like Saturday last week right. is a good example. They can look kind of lost offensively early in games. Their defense is great, and maybe that. I mean, obviously that hasn't hurt them this year with their record. Uh, so I'd like for them to get out. You always want this for any team, I suppose. And you know, Jackson was different. I thought Joe on Saturday ultimately because a lot of t- a lot of games this year he just isn't really running all out. It's staying in the pocket. You know, they've changed their offense, and he's running, you know, just small chunks. But in the Houston game, I thought you saw the vintage Jackson as a runner uh, in that game. And, you know, AFC Championship, no holding back. So I would I would expect that here, and maybe he'll go for 100 again, and I like him at home. It, it was like um, with Harbaugh at, at the halftime interview. Like he knew what was coming. Another one of Bulldogs' favorite coaches in the NFL. <laughs> but like, he knew that the Texans were sending, D'Amico was sending guys all day, and they were going to make their adjustments for the second half, and he knew Lamar was going to take off. Um, something I thought about as well, the, the amount of rushing that we saw from Lamar. Maybe we, it wasn't pointed out in the time, but they, at the time, but they were saving him for this moment. 
and then he has over 100 rushing yards, and he has two rushing touchdowns this past Sunday. And I know it's going to be popular because that's fresh in people's mind. And I was a little surprised. Okay, even money for a rushing touchdown. And I looked at what he's doing over the season. He only has a rushing touchdown in four games. Like, really? Only four games? Because the perception is it's much higher. Mm-hmm. But in those games he's running, he runs, and he runs a lot. In three of the four games, he has two rushing touchdowns, which which I found interesting because that is seven to one compared to even money for the one rushing touchdown. Um, the other thing with the Ravens, obviously, they're they're the most balanced team left as far as I'm concerned. Find a weakness. It's not special teams. It's not coaching. It's it's not offense or defense. It's very difficult. And then all season long, for the most part, outside of Pittsburgh, a divisional matchup. When you look at their tough games, their playoff teams that they played, they're crushing teams. Detroit, San Francisco, Miami, Houston twice. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm with the Ravens three and, a, three and a half. Early in the week it was three, juiced a little bit, and I figured that that would not last. But uh, now we're at four at some spots, and I think we're going to sit here. It's probably going to be three and a half or four. But uh, there, there will be a lot of people that just come in and say, look, I'm not playing this game. It's Mahomes getting more than a field goal. It's just a blind bet that I'm going to make every single time. Right. Can we just talk about this? Right. Yes. Mahomes <laughs> right. as an underdog. And Baltimore and Baltimore gets Andrews back. Yep. And I think Humphrey, he was limited, I know, yesterday. I didn't see uh, what he did in, t- in uh, today's practice. But it, it certainly does look like uh, he's going to make his return as well. It's like, What do you do against them? It's it's tough. And um, what you do know that you can do on the Chiefs is you can run them a little bit, and they can use any number of guys. If it's not Lamar, it could be Gus. A lot of people like Justice, Justice Hill in this game. His props are like around 30 rushing yards. Or maybe Cook gets a little bit of run. You never know where it's coming from. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. It's interesting that they didn't really use Beckham last week. The whole premise, I think, was like the playoffs, and he barely ran any routes. Um, I like their offense more without Andrews, as good as Andrews is, because yeah. Jackson like just leans on him. And the whole point this year was like just sort of diversify, yeah. but can't I really can't consider it a negative. Uh, the other game I like Detroit because of Gibbs and Montgomery, and what Aaron Jones looked like against the Niners. But am I crazy? Like, am I overthinking it here, Joe? The Niners are so good at home. I like San Francisco. I yeah I've I've got it going the other way. It's just I'm having a tough time back in that Detroit defense, and I know seven is a lot, but what we've seen over 400 yards allowed in each playoff game. They gave up the second most yards all season long. It's just it, it looks like the conditions are going to be fine. So no rain for Purdy. Like that's mm-hmm. the big thing that mm-hmm. we've apparently learned that Purdy cannot play in the rain. Um, is that good for golf? Probably, but still. It's outdoors where he just becomes an average quarterback. Not bad, like when the conditions are very poor, but he, he's just fine. Um, I think it's overstated a little bit about Debo. It's certainly fair to bring up the numbers, the record when he plays an entire game. They're 12-1 this year. That's fine. And then people point to, okay, when he's not finishing games or when he's a DMP, look how terrible the record is. They're 0-5 against the spread, 1-4 straight up. But people fail to mention, oh, yeah, Trent Williams wasn't out there in those right. games, too. Right. Like, that, that is certainly worth bringing up. Now, I, I do like San Francisco, and, you know, in the props market, Lions terrible against tight ends all year. So I could see it being a Kittle game once again. Interesting. Um, all right, Joe. Well, what else? Uh, I guess awards are decided. You probably can't bet on that anymore, can you? I mean, the finalists are out, but is that still live action? 
Yeah, they took all the all the uh, all the awards down after uh, after the games all wrapped up. It'll be interesting to see if uh, the betting market was on track with uh, what what ends up being all the winners. I mean, by the end, it was Lamar in a runaway. It was Hamlin, a huge favorite for comeback. It was McCaffrey for offensive player. Defensive player was pretty close. I'm I'm not sure how that that ends up shaking out. We know what uh, offensive rookie is going to be. Jalen Carter was the runaway favorite on defensive rookie. The only ones that really seemed close, I'd say, defensive player and then coach of the year by the end. That was changing a lot. Stefanski? Yeah, in the end, Stefanski was a big favorite, but it's tough because going into that last game, uh, D'Amico Ryans was getting a lot of steam too. Okay. What do you think of a guy betting 8,900 times, uh, even at underage status, uh, <laughs> Joe? Kayshawn Boutte, is he a legend Lord. of the game with this kind of number? That is some that's, action. Yeah. That's a lot. For an athlete, you figure they're not $5 bets, right? Like you would think, even a kid um, getting some money on the side. <laughs> Which, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, pr- probably. I mean, I, I, yeah, I well, how about this, though? Like, there are – I'm not one to tell you this, but – there are bettors who will put their money on one game, and then there are people who will bet them all. Remember Bulldog? Yeah. I had that, what was it? I had to use, remember the story? I had to use money. Right. I had credits. You were like, you did like favorites in college basketball one night, and then underdogs I, I, another night. I've or got to remember teams this. Or road teams. It was ridiculous. I've got to remember this for Joe. So, some situation arose where I had like one of these bonus bet offers. This is many years ago now, so probably offshore. Yes, that's what it was. And I had to use it all by a certain date to get it, to claim it. And so literally, Bulldog is right. Like literally, I would bet every college basketball game on a busy given night, just every game. And so, you know. There are people that do that. Um, Yeah, March Madness certainly is when it really ticks up. I'm not one of these people, but I know some people love to live bet. And then on the same game, they'll by the end of the night, maybe they'll end up with six different bets, some searching for a middle, different reasons, betting both sides, just looking for a huge difference to, to what the point spread ended up being. So don't don't entirely know the situation, but how many times we gotta do this, guys? Like they know everything. It's your name. Yeah. Louisiana <laughs> is a legal market. They have all of your information. They're tracking it on all of these players. How many times do we need to go through this? I know. Pretty good fantasy scandal, by the way, uh, popped up yesterday. I don't know if you're up to speed on that, but no. uh, we'll talk about it you know, off air at some point. Pretty, pretty okay. serious stuff. Okay, Joe, uh, good luck. Championship Sunday. Thanks for your time, as always. Thanks, fellas. Joe Ostrowski, the host of BetQL Daily, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Yeah, friends of mine busted... Uh, the NFC, NFFC fantasy site, finding that somebody, it was like a two-man game, changing their roster in the middle of the games, which, you know, common sense tells you you're not allowed to do that. It seems like at the very least, poor sportsmanship at the worst, probably highly <laughs> illegal. At the very least. <laughs> yeah, so my guys were in the contest, and they were just w- watching this one team because they were trying to beat it. And they noticed that the team had the lineup had changed in the middle of the Bills game, like they, or after it had kicked off after after, 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 after lineups had locked after lock right. right, and then they found it happened the same team the week before and went public with it and people were fired and banned and all kinds of bad stuff. Sal Capaccio coming up next.
Talk about Joe Brady's chances of being hired as the permanent offensive coordinator of the Bills. Also, Bulldog threw out a, a number on Khalil Shakir going forward. We've talked a lot about Diggs and maybe Davis leaves. What are the Bills going to do at wide receiver? They have a guy who came on this year, and what is his importance and like sort of his prospects, Khalil Shakir, for the Bills 2024 and beyond. That and more with Sal Capaccio after the update. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here, WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.